What are the three top clues to help you to cope with cancer with humor? I'm here to share them with you today. My friend here on episode number nine of the Cancer and Comedy Podcast. So listen on, my friend. Listen on. Cancer got you down? Pretty grim, huh? How about a show that turns the grim into a grin? Way to go. You made it here to the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, the show to lift you up with hope and humor that heals. Now, here's your chief lifter-upper, Dr. Brad Miller. Hello, my friend, and indeed, welcome to Cancer and uh, Comedy. I am Dr. Brad Miller. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I have a doctor of ministry, which is in transformational leadership. I'm a retired a pastor, and I retired, and just a month or so after I retired, I was diagnosed with cancer, which led to surgery, and I just, I just, my reaction was I had to laugh to keep from crying, and that led me to create this uh, podcast, Cancer and Comedy, and it's here to serve you and to help you to cope with cancer, uh, with healing through hope and humor. Well, we what we like to say is turning the grim into a grin. You can hear my full story at episode number one of this podcast. You can find that at cancerandcomedy.com. I uh, just uh, encourage you to go check it out. But right now, I am here and I am called to help you because I can. I've been coping with cancer, helping others do it throughout my whole ministry career, and I have the credentials and the background to be helpful to you. And I love a couple other things. I like to read, I like to study, and I love to laugh. For instance, one of the things I love is quotes. And I, this quote uh, came to my mind. We're talking about coping with difficult uh, situations. It's by Harriet Tubman, who was a great leader of the Underground Railroad during the uh, Civil War era. She said, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Awesome. Harriet Tubman. And I'm also an old rock and roll DJ, and I love great classic rock and roll groups and singers and the messages in their songs. Bruce Springsteen is one of my favorites. I bet he's uh, I bet he's on your playlist as well. The song that came to my mind, if you talk today about coping, strategies to cope with cancer, is the song Better Days, which Bruce came out with in 1992. And it's about working through tough times and broken dreams it's a, it's a rock ballad. It's a great thing. But the chorus says that better days are coming. And I believe that if we shift our mental attitude and we, if we learn how to cope with cancer, we can believe that is, that is uh, the case for us. And I love to laugh. So here's my dad joke for the day. How much does it cost a pirate to get his ears pierced? About a buccaneer. Buccaneer. Get that one? Hey, my friend, today's uh, podcast is uh, sponsored by the grand opening of the Cancer and Comedy uh, podcast, which is happening on Saturday, November 4th, 2023. What that means is we are actually launching this podcast strong with an actual live comedy show 
That is going to be live in person and live streamed. It's happening Saturday, November 4th, 7 o'clock p.m. here in my hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana. If you're in the area, check out our website, cancerandcomedy.com, for tickets. But it's also going to be live streamed on YouTube and on Facebook. And you can go to cancerandcomedy.com slash live to find out how to connect with that and connect with our live broadcast, which we do on a regular basis as well. But look forward to that. November 4th, 2023, 7 o'clock p.m., a live streaming of a live comedy show featuring Rick Roberts, who is a fantastic nationally known co- comedian who travels the country. He was uh, in a movie a while back called Mayberry Man, and he's a, he's a great guy. But he also not only is hilarious as can be, uh, you can check if you go to uh, – to our ticket page, go to our page, events page, which is cancerandcomedy.com slash events. You'll see a video by, about him. But he also is not only uh, it's hilariously funny, he's also a cancer survivor himself, and he makes that a part of his show. So I really want you to join us on November the 4th, 2023, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, and we'll be live streaming on Facebook and on YouTube to be the grand opening of the cancer and comedy show. Well, friends, um, we're, our theme for today is three things that can help you to cope with cancer, with humor in your life. And we like to say hope and humor go together. I was uh, doing a little research on this, and there's there's really are a lot of comedians who have made uh, the story of overcoming something bad in their life a part of their comedy and part of their story. Some of you will remember Gilda Radner, who was on the Saturday Night Love, Saturday Night Live, the television show. She was a member of the original cast, and she... Uh, was diagnosed with cancer in all the way back in 1986. And she wrote a book about it called It's Always Something, which was once was one of her catchphrases uh, with, with her Roseanne, Rosanna Dana character that she, she did. And she talks in her book and she did in her comedy about using humor and laughter to help her be uh, battle cancer. It helped her a lot. And she wanted to empower and inspire people and other cancer patients. That's one. Another person, Tig Navarro, who's currently an active comedian. And in 2012, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And just days later, her mother passed away uh, as well. So she had these two big things happen. Diagnosed with cancer and her mother passed away. But she, in her show, in her comedy routine, she addresses grief and illness. And she has a stand-up show which talks about that. And she how she talked, how she found some humor in the darkness. And she's got this dry wit kind of a thing and a very honest, forthright comedian and very inspirational. One more example for you. Norman, Norm McDonald. He was also on Saturday Night Live, 
and uh, he battled cancer for nine years, and he kept it pretty much under wraps for most of that time. He passed away in 2021. But even while he was ill, he still, when he went on the late night shows, uh, you know, David Letterman, Jimmy Kimmel, and all those those uh, shows, he made light of sickness and of his sickness. And he joked, uh, one of the jokes he said is, I'm pretty sure, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if you die, the cancer also dies at exactly the same time. So those guys, and with those two, those two women and that one that man, were very well-known comedians. They dealt with their cancer, even though uh, it was very profound, with a coping mechanism of humor. And that's what they did, among other things. And I'm just a huge believer that hope and humor is going to help you to get things, get through things as well. But this is a matter of how you cope with cancer. So I want to give you three clues right now what you can do to be empowered by humor in your cancer journey. So let me just give you a couple of things here that you may want to take to take a, a look at. Uh, one of them is energy. Energy. I think you can choose how and where to use the energy that you have. Now, cancer may be one of those things that's zapping your energy, so you got to uh, understand how to use it appropriately. But here's what I do know. Both anger and joy, laughter, take energy to do. You can get, if you get mad, you get ticked off at somebody, or you get ticked off at cancer or whatever, what happens to you? You get exhausted, don't you? You expend a lot of energy. And if you laugh, if you have joy in your life, you get kind of exhausted too. You kind of get out of breath. You know, if you laugh, you have a great, you know, big, hearty laugh. It takes, you know, takes breath. It takes energy to do to do both. But what happens? What's the result of that? Do you really feel better after you get mad? I mean, think about it. Most time, if you get mad and you get angry, afterwards, you feel depleted and you feel a little depressed and you're a little down about it. If you have a good laugh, if you have joy in your life, you may be, still be tired, but you have satisfaction. You have the joy of something, of being content in, in your life. It's a satisfying thing to do. So basically what I want to say, say to you, you choose how to use your energy. You choose how to do that. And that's one thing you can do. That's one of the ways that you can cope, that you can cope with the situation that, that you're in. Something else that you can do is balance. Have a balance in your life. What am I talking about here? You got a lot of bad stuff happening in your life when you got cancer. You know, I know I've been dealing with this. I just went to my doctor, my cancer doctor, just yesterday. And although there was, there was some good news there, but there was also, you know, the, the news that uh, he gave me that it's very likely that my cancer will return someday. It's news I didn't want to hear. But here's how you can balance things in, in, in your life. Don't dwell on the bad stuff all day long. You do that if you dwell in the bad place that you're going to descend into a dark and gloomy, terrible place. 
Humor and mirth can balance your life out. You can balance your life by being un by being unsteadily mentally and physically. And when you balance your life out with humor and mirth, you can get a little more steady in your life. Because what happens when you get this cancer diagnosis, it can knock you and rock you back on your heels a little bit. And you need to get some balancing in your life. So if you you want to get better, don't you? I mean, really. You want to get, when we get sick, we oftentimes say, you know, I'm out of whack. I'm out of kilter, something like that. Well, to get back in whack, sometimes you need to kind of whack yourself, you know, to get to have to do something fun or joyous uh, that, that that way. There's some practical things you can do. Hey, don't watch, don't read or watch or input bad stuff. Don't watch news all the time, for instance. It's mostly bad stuff. Don't camp on WebMD or Dr. Google. You know, that can be a vortex that you can go down. Here's what you can do to balance your life out. Call somebody you like and you enjoy, especially someone who is not going to focus on your disease all the time. One of the things I love to do is call my grandkids. In my case, one of my, I have a granddaughter who's having her third birthday tomorrow. So you know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be calling my granddaughter, wishing her happy birthday, and she's going to be giggly and fun as a three-year-old is. You can watch comedy movies. You can read funny stuff. You can do other things that fill you up. Get your net, get your Netflix uh, list out and get good stuff going on. Cancer is a rough thing to do, and you need to balance it out with something smooth and easy. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. The third thing that you can do is just get a little perspective. Get a little perspective on everything that's going on with you. You know, the the reality is whatever's going on with you, there's other stuff in the world, even probably in your your uh, people that you know, that are a little bit rougher to see. When you have cancer, you have the opportunity to see the world with fresh eyes. As one who's in this battle for your life, to be sure, but sometimes if you have the right perspective, you can see the small stuff is just too small to deal with. You need to deal with the things that magnify and amplify your life. Don't dwell on what you don't have. Don't dwell on your lack of health. Deal on deal with the health that you have. Don't dwell on your financial situation. The medical bills will come in. Dwell on the resources that you have. Don't dwell on what is going wrong in your life. Dwell on what is going right in your life. Perspective. You know, think uh, when you take a, uh, one of the things my wife and I do is we take a walk in the woods uh, a wooded trail near us every day when it's nice weather, pretty much a, a, a every day. And that's one of the things that fills me up, get a little perspective that we have nature, my place in nature. But one day, not too long ago, we were on this trail walking and this little kid, about three years old, a little boy, about three years old, uh, came up to just, he was in a hurry to get on the trail and his mom and dad were trailing uh, way behind him. He, and he just passed us. And he went right past us, going the opposite direction. He looked up at us. And he said, "Hey, old man. Hey, old lady." And he just waved at us. He ran off. And he just, my wife and I just, we just laughed out loud so hard. He was just kept in perspective. Yeah, I guess we are an old man and old lady, to, to especially the three year old boy. And his parents who were right behind him, they were apologetic and everything about their about their little boy. But he, they didn't have to be, of course. It was funny. It was great. It kept us in in perspective. 
And I just want to keep you in perspective about your cancer journey. There are ways to cope. I'm here to help you cope. Remember that uh, I'm a doctor of transformation. That's what my doctoral degree is in, a doctor of ministry and transformation. And I teach a free course that you just might want to, to check out. It might be helpful to you. It's about how you can face your cancer, your, your situation here, with what I call the free five-day HHH course. It stands for Healing with Hope and Humor. And I want you to take an opportunity to, to check that out. I think you'll find it a helpful thing. It's really simple. You just go to cancerandcomedy.com slash free and you'll get it in your email box uh, right away. And it's just 15 minutes or so a day. It's an audio course. But what it's going to help you do, it's going to help you to develop what I call your cancer and comedy coping credo, which is a statement that you can live your life by. I have one, my own credo that I live by. And all the I share in the course about my own credo and how you can can do that for your 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 yourself, and I think that would be a great thing for you to do. So go to cancerandcomedy.com/free, and you'll have that course in your email box. Uh, you know before you know it. Now let's lighten things up just a little bit by having our cancer and comedy segment, Dr. Brad's bad joke of the day. Well, my, uh, Hey, my, my youngest son just left for, uh, to go to finish school, to finish graduate school, went off to college. He went all the way across the country. I live in Indiana. He went to Oregon, university of Oregon on the West coast. It's a long trip. So we won't see him for a while. It reminded me of a, Situation another family had where their young daughter, 19 years old, went off to college in a faraway state halfway across the country. And they were really uh, concerned about her. And this was in the days before email and the Internet and all that kind of stuff. So this was quite a while ago. And so they were used to getting letters home from their daughter. And the letters stopped coming from college. The mom and dad started getting a little concerned. So finally, they get a letter right around the time the semester was coming to a conclusion. And um, and the letter said something like this. Dear mom and dad, I'm sorry I haven't written sooner, but my stationery was destroyed when the dorm burned down. I'm out of the hospital now and I will recover fully soon. But I've moved in with the boy who rescued me since most of my things were lost in the fire. And mom and dad, remember how you've often talked about how you've always wanted a grandchild? Well, you're going to be very happy to know that I'm pregnant and you'll be, that'll be happening soon for you. Love, Susie. P.S. Mom and dad, there was no fire. My health is fine and I'm not pregnant. Or I don't even have a boyfriend. But I did get a D in French and a C in math and chemistry. I just wanted you to keep everything in perspective. Well, now it's time to shift gears a bit for Dr. Brad's Faith It or Break It segment. On Faith It or Break It, this is the faith part of our uh, of our of our 
uh, Cancer and Comedy podcast. And uh, as I mentioned, I'm a retired pastor. And so I believe the faith element is very important for healing and uh, with hope and humor. And the faith part is there. So this may not be of interest to, to some of you, but I think it will be to many of you as a key, key element here. I just wanted to share with you this uh, a little story, a little a bit of of scripture that's about perspective and coping. It's from Matthew 6, 26, and it just goes like this. Jesus is talking here. He says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, and, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they are? Well, here Jesus tells us not to worry about the situation at hand, meaning all the worries that the, his followers are going through, all kinds of stuff. They had the same things going on we do in the sense they had to deal with family stuff. They also had to deal with Roman oppression and had to deal with political stuff, having enough to eat, all the things that everybody does. And he says, don't worry about your lives and the details. Could God values you more than animals and will provide for your every need? He wants you to have a perspective that puts your worry in the proper perspective. And this, I think this verse of Scripture kind of reminds us that our troubles are temporary and is encouraging to rely on God's purposes. And God is good and wants to take care of us and bring some research and comfort. And what I wanted you to get out of this was really two things that I think that are important out of this that I think uh, can be helpful to you. No, one of them is what not to do, and one of them is what to do. The what not to do is what they're talking about here. Don't focus on the temporary. Don't focus, don't invest your life on stuff, okay? I think we know when we have cancer, suddenly some of the things we might have thought is super valuable in our lives, you know, uh, some of the stuff that we have, maybe not quite as valuable as we thought it once was because of the perspective of our life and the life of others. So what not to do is to not focus on that stuff. I remember I had a neighbor one time, a next door neighbor, who was an absolute nut about his yard. Now, I like to have a nice looking yard like everybody like everybody does, I mow my yard and I keep the keep the yard trimmed up and like it to look nice. And I spend an hour or two on it every week and I have one of my adult sons helps me out with that. And that's a good thing. Whenever I had a next door neighbor who was a nut about his yard, literally, I'm not kidding you here now. He hated dandelions so much that he would go in his yard and he would pluck up dandelions in his yard and any other weeds with tweezers. He'd pluck them up. And he, he and I had a little conversation one time because he was accusing me of letting the dandelion seeds from the, not for the few dandelions in my yard, but going over to his yard and he was mad about it. So we had to have a little conversation about, about that. And I always thought, man, you just put a lot, you know, he'd be out in his yard all the time, a lot more stock in your yard than you do in getting along with your neighbor. So what not to do is don't focus on the temporary stuff. What to do? Focus on people and on God. Focus on relationships over 
stuff. I think when we have cancer, that's one of the things that we can do, get a little more perspective that time is valuable with our loved ones. Time is value, valuable with our people, with our people in our life. Just this week, uh, my wife and I and other family members, my son moved my mother-in-law from her home. She's lived in many, many years to an assisted care facility. It was an emotional, tough time, but the time came to do that. We realized in moving her furniture and her, her things that we did, my son and I realized that she had not bought a new piece of furniture the entire time she's lived in that house and lived in that community. And I counted it up well over 35 years, not bought a significant piece of furniture in that time. Why? And the, well, we found out some of the furniture she had was used. It was fine. And she had the means to, get, to buy new furniture. But the point was, it was just not a high priority with her. She would l- put a lot more priority on relationships in the family. In fact, you know, Christmas time and other times she would lavish, you know, gifts on people in, 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 in the family. So she's much more interested in the eternal and relationships than on stuff, on her furniture. She invests in that which lasts. So I invite you, my friend, to invest in that which lasts, which is deep and eternal. Family, friends, relationship, your treasure in heaven, the the Bible also says, on your relationship with God and the godly characteristics that you're called upon to have, such as honesty and love and holiness and integrity. So the faith and embraced part of this is simply this. Faith, it means to invest in those people in your life who are part of your eternal investment. And the break it part is uh, thinking more about stuff, the temporal that is here today and gone tomorrow. Even like the flowers that Jesus talked about in the scripture there. I think you know which is faith and which is break it. And you know what to do, my friend. It's now time for our Cancer and Comedy featured segment as we hear from our Lifter Uppers. Did you know that you can be on Cancer and Comedy as a Lifter Upper listener with your uplifting story about your cancer journey? Just go to voicemail.cancerandcomedy.com. Our listener Lifter Upper story today is from Rick Roberts, who is our featured guest, a comedian at our cancerandcomedy.com live event, which is called uh, uh, Clean Comedy Cancer Benefit, November 4th. And uh, he's going to be also a guest in an upcoming episode here of the Cancer and Comedy podcast. So let's listen to Rick's uh, share a little bit of his story right now. It's like getting punched in the nose, you know, it's like, okay, they got my attention now. So let's, let's get it taken care of. And, uh, and, you know, it was, it was upsetting and all these things, but literally I had one full day of, of just like sadness and depression and worry. And then I prayed probably two hours that night. And just from there on, I just, whatever happens, happens. You know, I did all the things that you do uh, before major surgeries and started making, here's a list of all my passwords in case I, you know, the robotic arm goes haywire or the power goes off or the Wi-Fi disconnects when this robot like, why do I have a MySpace password still? And CopyServe, what is going on here? And Kinko's, I could just delete these. You do all those things, made a little folder of everything, wrote letters to everybody in case I didn't come back from it and all these things. 
Well, that, that's uh, Rick Rick Roberts. He's going to be our guest, and what he's, he's got that's just a little piece of his story. And I did want to know, share with you again, that our uh, our whole uh, grand opening of the Cancer Comedy Podcast is happening on November the fourth, twenty twenty three, seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We're having a live comedy show featuring Rick, who you just heard right there. That's recounted a little bit of his story. He's not only a fantastic comedian, but he's also a cancer survivor, and he makes that a part of what he shares in his story. And the good news is, if you live in if you live in the Indianapolis area, you can come and be a part of it live. Tickets are available right now at uh, cancerandcomedy.com slash events. But everybody listening to my voice can check it out on a live stream. We're doing regular live streams here at uh, Cancer and Comedy. And that night, we are having the grand opening of the Cancer and Comedy podcast by having a live stream of this live event, which is a benefit uh, for cancer. And it's at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, at uh, on Eastern Time on Saturday, uh, November the 4th. And you can catch a live stream on our YouTube and on our Facebook uh, page and group. And you can check it there. And you can find it all about that at cancerandcomedy.com live. Well, my friend, that uh, brings us to the end of this episode of CancerAndComedy.com. If you've been with us this long, uh, you must like us well enough to check it out to, to this point. So I really would like for you to do something for me, and that is to uh, make sure you go to CancerAndComedy.com slash follow. That's where you can follow our podcast on uh, Apple and all the other uh, places that you can, and then share that good news with other people so they can be uh, a part of the cancer and comedy uh, family here. And you can also check out our newsletter, which is where I have regular uh, updates on everything happening with cancer and comedy. And that is at the, it's called the cancer and comedy chronicles. And that's a newsletter dot cancer and comedy uh, dot com. So please follow and share with other people. Great to be with you, my friend. I'm Dr. Brad Miller here to serve you and help you to cope with cancer with healing through hope and humor. Until next time, my friend, this is indeed Dr. Brad Miller reminding you that a cheerful heart is good medicine. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Make sure you visit our website, cancerandcomedy.com, where you can follow the show and get our newsletter. Like what you hear? Then tell a friend about Cancer and Comedy, the show that lifts your spirits with hope and humor that heals. Until next time, keep turning the grim into a grin.